All right, good afternoon, everyone. We are live. It is Monday, November 15th. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host on Monday, Tuesday, Big Marcel. What's up, man? How's it going? What's up, man? All good. Um, good to see you again. You too. Uh, yeah, thank you so much, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's <forward> funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's great. It's great. It's been uh, you know, we only do the two shows now, right? Like we don't do that show on I think Thursday. We used to do mm-hmm. it sometimes, so I don't see you that much anymore, Mar. So I miss you. No, but uh, I'm looking forward to talking about the fights with you. Obviously, at UFC Vegas 42, also Belter 271. Uh, I checked out a couple of the fights there, so we have lots to talk about, but. Uh, I think we should start with UFC Vegas 42, Marcel, and then we'll work with Bellator and then probably do some news and stuff. Um, might end a little bit earlier than our today, but we're here till five either way. So, right. Glenn's here. What's up, Glenn? Good evening, buddy. Hope all is well, man. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? It's four o'clock and it's already starting to get dark now, Marcel. Like, the winter sucks, man. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a huge winter guy, I gotta be honest. Yeah, man. It's, it's 10 p.m. over here. It's also already dark. Well, of course, it's pitch black there. <laughs> it's like four o'clock. It starts getting black here. I don't like it. Anyways, let's get into the card. Um, so start with the main event, obviously. Uh, Holloway and Rodriguez, uh, amazing fight. I mean, that goes without saying. Obviously, probably one of the better fights of the year, and it, that you know that says a lot because man, there's been some fucking good fights this year in the UFC, and just in that main general, the UFC has put on some great fights, and you know, gotta give it to both guys in this fight, but especially Yair because again, Marcel, the odds were kind of disrespectful, man. Nine six hundred for Max, and Rodriguez came in here plus four hundred, and he put up a good fight, and you know. I don't, I don't definitely don't think he won the fight, but he still won two rounds of the five. That's that's decent, you know, to be such a big underdog to win two of the, the five rounds. But Max won the fight. I had him winning three of the rounds, I believe, and he definitely won the fight. So of course they both won fifty thousand dollar bonus. Max probably gets title shot now, and then right, yeah, your stock doesn't even drop according to Dana White. He says he's still like one of the top guys. So give me your thoughts first, though, because honestly, you were one of those guys that had a lot of like question marks about Yair and his place in the division. So give me your thoughts on this and. You think he deserves to be ranked at number three or whatever it is now? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I think he deserved. He, he showed he deserved that. Um, I had Jair one and five. I think many people are one and two. I gave him one and five. I gave Max two. Let, let me let me just say that quickly. I also had him at number one. I was shocked when two of the judges gave Max round one. Only yeah. one of them gave it to Yair. That is really weird to me. Yeah. I was surprised by that, Marcel, because I thought it'd be one in five. Yeah, JF, he's asking the same thing. I don't understand that, man. I got to be honest. I think that was a clear round for Jair. Most clear round for Jair. Yeah, the first round was easily Jair's round. The second round was one of the closer rounds. I think that was mm. a round you could have maybe went either way. And the fifth, I guess that's a way you could find three rounds for Jair, but I wouldn't have. Anyways, that first round, definitely Jair. But I went, yeah. for me, it was Jair, Max, 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 Jair. That's how I scored it. So yeah. three, two. and same. Yeah, you're the same one. Yeah, that's the so, thing. You couldn't argue that. That's the thing because rounds are because the fights are close round uh, scored round by round, not overall fight. That's why in MMA we do see you know close decisions because the guy might you know be ahead for a couple rounds, but he might win a couple close ones. You know what I mean, Marcel? It's it's, it's just the way the scoring system works in the sport. Go ahead. I I had a three to one for Jair going into the fifth, and people were like, "No, dude, two two. What are you watching? Two two. For Max, like, you mean? Okay. For Max? You mean. Yeah, I mean for Max. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you watching? Two two. I was like, okay, chill out. Yeah, I think two um, two was was fair. Yeah. I mean, or you could do. I mean, one had a forty nine forty six. I don't hate the card, but I do think it was closer than that. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, but yeah. Great fight. What can you? What What else can you say? You know, yeah, it's, uh, it was amazing. A, what I say, most of the card was was very good. So, the card was I mean, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, really, it's again, I hate to I hate to be like Dana Wayne and be like, oh, you know, the cards that no one talks about are always good. But honestly, 
it's it's not even the cards. It's just the athletes. You gotta remember, guys. The UFC is just the promotion. There's the three letters. It's the athletes that are putting on the performances, and there were some good fights. But I credit the fighters, Marcel. I, you know, I'm not crediting the matchmaking. The fighters put on some good fights. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so I guess title shot next for him. Like that makes sense, right? Like he should fight Volkanovski. I mean, time. what else? I don't understand what Dana well, was like. Conor McGregor. And, and Dana was like, uh, I don't know yet what's going to happen. Charles Oliveira. I think that was the other option. I think if Charles wins. You know, I know there's other options of lightweight guys right now, like Islam and those guys are waiting, but Max says going up to lightweight before Dana White wanted him to go up a few years ago. You know, I think he should stay at featherweight, but he does have a win over or over Oliveira. So but I kind of get it, but why wouldn't you try to get Volkanovsky if, if you can yeah, if you can have a chance to fight him for the third time and you think you've been wrong in the second fight, you know? Yeah. Take that chance. Why not? And if you win, you still can go to lightweight. You know what I mean? And if you lose, you can still go to lightweight. So yeah. I mean, why not taking that chance? It's so obvious to take the the, the fight against uh, Volkanovski right now. I think. Yeah, no doubt. We got Matt Neville here. Hey, man, what's going on, man? And also, Daniel said that uh, he thought yeah, your stock went up, but he wants to move, work on his head moving. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, can't disagree. Uh, this fight made me realize that Jigga could be a problem for Holloway. It's possible, man. You know, Max takes a lot of punishment. He's I know he's got the record now for the most strikes landed. He's also no, I think got never the most, been knocked down. Never been knocked down once. He's going to be knocked down maybe in his next fight. You know. Glenn says Max looked awful in the skirt. He, he didn't look the best, like, as he usually does. Maybe he had a tough weight cut this time, possible. But he still made the weight. He didn't look great. I will say that. Adam, what? Adam I got to say, man, that, that that haircut Max has now, it, it, I, it's so it, it doesn't look like Max. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's strange. It's yeah. strange. But anyways, you know, like, I, I think he should stay at Featherway as long as he can and then make mm-hmm. that move. You know, because, again, when he fought Dustin, dude, he didn't look good at all in that fight. You know what I mean? He's still young as well, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's he came to UFC when he was twenty one, I think, or twenty. Yeah, he did. You know, it's yeah. crazy. I remember his first fight, man. I remember watching that fight with, with oh, yeah. the first one. You know, he's, he, I didn't expect him to be good. I'll be honest with you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, at that time, he, no one did. You know, um, but man, the guy's had a great career. Anyways, he's, he's just a great fighter. Another bonus. He actually has ten bonuses. That I was counting them. That's pretty impressive. Um, and then Yair, I think Ortega makes sense. I think that's the fight to make. Ortega, number two, or. Uh, yeah, two versus three, right? I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You like that one? Yeah, why not? Or a rematch with Zombie. You could do that too. The rematch. Yeah, I like that as well. Yep. Daniel, business-wise, Max to take an out 55 to come back down and face Volk. That's the thing, right? I think that's what Dana's looking at too. Because he already did it once and no one talks about that loss to Dustin. No one talked about that fight ever. Like, he was dominating that fight, guys, you know? So I don't think 155 is the right weight class. Also, people forget about this just because Max, Max looks like he's super long, right? His reach is actually pretty short. Like, it's crazy because he fights, like, there's a, okay, let me check what it is. I got to check what it is, but I know it's short. It's it's short for a guy that's as, like, tall and lanky as him. 69 inches, guys. It's really small. Like, it's a short reach, you know? But he does more with that short reach than guys do with longer. Like, he does more with that 69 inches than Stefan Struve did with um, 80 inches or whatever it was. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, he just knows how to fight long, even though his reach, like, like Frankie Edgar's reach is only one inch shorter, guys. You know what I mean? So... Like that's you know, and that's a guy that everyone says is super small, right? And he's a bantamweight. So just saying, that's an example. Anyway, I love Max, love the fight. Amazing. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Man, this one, this uh this wasn't great for me, I'll be honest with you guys. Like, wasn't great for my betting night, wasn't great for my DFS. I did not expect Marcos Rogero de Lima to not go better off in 30 seconds. Like, I just didn't expect that to happen, you know. Um Ben hasn't been knocked out in 12 years. He's only been knocked out a couple times in his career. Never has it come this quickly in a fight in the first minute. Like Man, credit to Lima. You know, he smelled blood and swarmed and, and finished him. And I think the stoppage was justified. I just think the way Herb Dean 
touched him, then let him go, and then they fought on. It was really bizarre. But at the end of the day, I think it was a, you know the right stop, the right time to stop. It just awkward the way he did it. But I'm still I'm still scratching my head how this happened because Ben Rothwell's like got one of the best chins, man. And I know he's 40, he's getting older up there and stuff. But it's like, when has Marcus ever knocked it out this quickly in a fight in 30 seconds? Like, has he did it before? No, I don't think so. Okay, he did 20 seconds against Richardson Moreira. I lied. Okay, so one time he did it, but who's that? You know what I mean? Like, Ben Rothwell's a legitimate guy. This is the biggest win of this guy's career, Marshall. It's a huge win for him. What do you think? Definitely a huge win. I didn't I didn't understand why Ben was keep striking with him when he was stacked. You know what I mean? He should have went for a kickdown yeah. grab. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. Yeah. 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 And um, dude, I was so pissed at Herb Dean. You know, I know the, the stoppage when he touched him, the fight was over, you know. And then he just let it go because he saw Ben went for a takedown and he wasn't out, you yeah. know. And then Rogero de Lima was like, dude, you touch me, it's over. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's over. It's so bad. And it's not the first time with Herb Dean. You know, we've got to be honest here. It's not the first time. I saw no. it many times already, you know. And uh, there should somebody should say something about it. You know what I mean? Because um, now it didn't went bad, you know. But imagine Marcos Rogero de Lima just fought, fought on further, yeah. But, well, uh, how do you say that? Uh, recovers. Yeah, it wins. And he wins, wins by submission. You know, yeah. that's very possible because... Dude, Marcus it's very Rogero possible. Lima... That guy probably would have gashed out, Marcel. He yeah. would have gashed out. You know what I mean? So I'm with you completely. It so... changed the whole fight. Everything, it just, it's another example of a bad decision by Herb Dean. I, I mean, the decision was fine, but the way he did it, I guess, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, like for sure. Because he grabbed should... him. Yeah, exactly. These guys are saying, hesitant Herb. That's exactly should, what he is. We should address that, man. It's hovering I mean, her. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Uh, there are so many uh, uh, examples, man. The Whiteman against Rockhold one, yeah. where he let go through. Uh, the, the worst one, Dolloway against Murtazalia. Oh, my God. You know, that guy could have the died. There's been I, I a lot. I mean, yeah, and Herb's refed a lot of fights in Russia. Yeah. And the joke is, like, half those guys have never fought after he's refed their fights. So it's just, it's bad, man. I mean, right now, the guy, obviously, he's yeah. still, listen, here's the thing. This is a really hard job. MMA refereeing is really, yeah. really hard. But he's so gun-shy now, Marcel. He can't make up his mind. It's not Adam, good. Go ahead. There's a huge problem here with fans and with with, uh, with, with also with, with uh, how do you say that, with Dana and all that. Listen, dude, if somebody was good 10 years ago, it doesn't mean he's good today. You know what I mean? He was amazing. Herb has been the best referee like like five, six years ago. I would say yes, maybe even longer. You know, he was uh, at a certain moment, in my opinion, you know. But not anymore, you know. Uh, not another one, Trinaldo against her, uh, Jay, Jay Herbert. <laughs> I mean, th th there are better referees at this moment, you know. Uh, it's the same example for, and people are gonna uh, shoot me for this one. Joe Rogan in the booth, you know. Joe Rogan was amazing with Goldberg back in the day, in my opinion. I agree. Today, I don't really dig him, you know, with Cormier, and that has nothing to do with his thoughts as it's left or right or woke or whatever. I don't give a fuck, but I'm just talking about his commentary. It just does, it doesn't do it anymore for me, and it has nothing to do with being bad, you know. There are some guys who are better, in my opinion, you know what I mean? I'm just being honest about it. No, I agree, I agree. Um, like you know, right now, Jason Herzog is probably the best ref. Um, you know, Marcel, I gotta be honest with you, and you're gonna hate me for saying this, but I feel like Chris Tanyoni has been more consistent lately than Herb Dean. I, and that's crazy to say, but he, I really feel like he has been. He also did something stupid uh, the last with that with the two two time he 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 warned him and then he didn't. Two oh point. yeah, yeah. What fight was that? It was an eye poke. The I think. Oh, yeah, fight. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, please, you can't do it again. 
you can't. Like, it was like a disappointed father. Like, you know, you came home late at night or something. Please don't come home late at night again. <laughs> so Adam, yes, I hate you for it because he sucks. He sucks. Yeah, he's not Sorry good. To say. He's not good. I'm just saying Herb Dean has been really, really just off for a while. Um, Glenn says UFC is able to veto refs when they want. Um, think they would have got rid of Herb if Dan Hardy is it didn't happen. I don't think so because in they can't yeah, do it. In, they can't do it in, and they can't do it in Nevada either. That's the thing. They could do it in. They could do it in Abu Dhabi. That's the thing because mm -hmm. they control the the commission. They can't do it in Nevada, guys. Like I, I think Data could say, "Hey, you know, this guy clearly had a mistake. Can you can you remove him?" But it's up to whoever, yeah. like Bob Bennett or whatever. He won't do it with Herb. He already said it. And he, he said he's he like, him. I, I saw him. He's like, "Oh, Herb's a really nice guy. He just yeah. has to like be more quicker to like, you know, take his." to make his decision yeah Listen, Cow somebody cowboy else... masvidal that was another one too Marcel. Yeah. that was that was another bad one yeah and somebody else did that he would say he was never my friend so i mean and i saw someone talking about this and i kind of agreed with them they said that it, it it started happening around 2014 um and since then he's been inconsistent i agree with that because before that marcel before the fight and i'm gonna tell you what fight it was in a second i i used to watch fights with my friends like 10 years ago and we were always like herb dean's the ref that's awesome like yeah. he's gonna do an amazing job there was a fight between hen and brow and uriah faber where Faber bitched about oh, like, yeah. an early stop, which honestly wasn't even a bad stoppage. But, you know, ever since then, he's let fights go on too long. That's the problem now because of that time where Faber complained, oh, I wasn't I wasn't defending myself. He was just like, he's totally not getting hit with hammer fist. Me, that's not even defending yourself. When I watched that fight live, I was like, fine with the stoppage. Ever since though, Marcel, he's been late on stoppages though. I think you'd agree with me on that, man. Mm -hmm. Sure seems like it anyways. Anyways, um, is Herb in... Tyrone Woodley pointed his career as a ref. Um, yeah, he's gun shy, right? <laughs> he refuses to throw his hands to stop the fight. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight. Uh, Felicia Spencer defeats Leia Letson. I mean, Leia Letson really shouldn't be on the roster, let's be honest here. Uh, but very dominant by Spencer. Like, by far the most dominant she's had in the UFC, I think. And, and she's looked pretty good overall. I mean, Marcel was just a complete beatdown. Gets the finish, too, which was nice to see with 30 seconds left. What did you think, man? And yeah, that favorite fight, you're right, Daniel. That favorite fight was really something. Anyways, go ahead, Marcel. Go ahead. Great performance by Felicia Spencer, but get rid of the featherweight division for women, please. You know, nobody is waiting for that one. You know, yeah, you got you got pretty much one or two good fighters in, in, in that division. You know what I mean? And uh the even the champion is a 135er. She isn't even a 145er. You know what I mean? So the, the best 145er is a Bellator. You know, and I know she got beat by Nunez. I know, but she's still the best 145er there is, legacy wise. You know what I, I mean? I agree completely. So, Cyborg's so underrated. I'm, I'll talk yeah. about that later. But she, by most fans, by, by <laughs> UFC fans, because of Dana, what, what he said about her, she's, yeah. it's crazy underrated she's gotten. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't get it, man. If you want to add another women's division at Atom Weight, you know, much more fun, much more diverse, I think. Featherweight, you know, to be honest, man, Bellator might have a better featherweight division than the UFC has, you know, despite the champion and Felicia Spencer. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just it's, uh, not, nothing to take away from her performance. was amazing. In the beginning, I was like, why the hell is this on the main card? And then she turned it up and she looked really good against uh, Leah Letson, who hasn't fought for like two and a half years, I think. Last fight was at the Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, yeah. Good, a good, uh, good win by uh, Spencer. I, I can't say anything else. You know, I agree. I mean, she looked good. Now, can she make one thirty-five? You know, she's a bigger girl, obviously, but can she make it? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's she's only five foot six. She's not tall. Um, she's thick. Obviously, she's got you know big thighs, and 
I don't know if she can cut that extra 10 pounds, man. I'll be honest. Like that, I don't, has she ever made 130? No, she just, she actually, wow. She made her MMA debut at 155. So okay. she fought um, her first fight at 155 and since then 145 only. Go ahead. You know what it is, man. You also have the feeling that UFC doesn't want to build this division. They just want to wow. have the second belt for Nunez. Around, That's all you know it was. I mean? The whole time. I said this the whole time though. Yeah. Like it's just promotion to get that second belt in the poster. Well, that's it's what just it was, too... Marcel. It was like a 259. They said we have three titles on the line, but one yeah. of them was a joke fight. It was like a Bellator type of fight. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I thought she looked great, but I just don't know what's next. Like, I joke yeah. saying Daniel Wolf is next, like, because that's the only girl she hasn't fought yet, right? She was so, supposed to fight her, right? Yeah, uh, maybe that's the fight they make. Like, someone who's yeah. zero and zero or one in one in zero. One, in, I think one in zero now. She won a yeah. contender series, right? Yeah. So. But she stinks. Like, come on. Spencer would take her down and beat her to a pulp in the first round. Like, I don't even think that fight wouldn't get to the third round, Marcel. That girl yeah. would lose in the first round. I don't know why she ever got signed to the UFC, honestly. Anyways. <laughs> well, we've heard some stories. But anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next fight here. We got Chaos Williams against Maelo Baeza. And man, great fight. Back and forth. I had a tied 1-1. Um, mm -hmm. Some people had 2 nothing for both guys, I guess. But I had a tied 1-1, and then he just mm -hmm. lands that massive knockout blow. Baeza just second straight fight. He's just I don't know about this guy, Marcel. Like I loved him so much coming up, and he just he spammed half kicks. You can't do that. You can't just spam that low kick every everything. Like you get too predictable. He did it against Ponzinibbio and did it in this fight. His coaches were saying don't kick him anymore, and he just refused, Marcel. And he traded in the pocket with a guy with that much power. That's he fought really dumb. I thought Baeza fought really stupid in the fight, and I thought Williams. You know he did what he had to do. He got the knockout. Any give your thoughts, man. That's exactly what you say. I still like him, but he made the wrong decisions. You know what I mean? Yep. You, you're not going to trade in the pocket with Chaos Williams. You know, dude, that's legit knockout power. You know, you're not going to do that. And he got hit with a hard shot to the chin. And uh, yeah, he was out of it, you know. And uh, it was a TKO. He wasn't completely out, but he was out. It was done, you know. It was a good, it was a good uh, stoppage. Good stoppage. About that's, come what, on. that's what I say. It was a good stoppage by Chris Toyoni. You hear that? It was a good stoppage by Chris Toyoni. <laughs> there you go. You uh, got some praise yeah. for Chris Toyoni. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I like chaos. Yeah, it was you know? a fun fight. It was yeah. a fun fight, you know. But chaos, he got that knockout power. Don't trade with him in the pocket. Baeza did it, and he paid for it. You know. I thought he would fight like Pereira did, just stand on the outside the entire time. Like that's how Michelle Pereira beat him. You know, you just. He did lateral movement, moved left and right, and mm -hmm. and I was struck him from the outside. Never went inside. I thought that Baeza fought a stupid fight, honestly. You know, because from the outside he was just throwing the kicks. He had to mix in punches and jabs. He didn't do that. You know, so I mean, it is what it is. Like you saw his statement. He went to social media. He's just like he's like I'm embarrassed by what happened, and you know I, I have a lot mm -hmm. to work on. Like he's still a decent fighter, Marcel, but he's not as good as I thought he was. Honestly, he really isn't. You know. I mean, he's young. He can learn, and if he sees his own mistakes, that's that, that's okay. You know what I mean? He he's 29, Marcel. He's, he's young, but only two, only a certain amount of young. I mean, chaos is chaos is listen, younger. Chaos is 27, I, dude. Adam. Everything under 32 is young, in my opinion. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I'm old, right? Because I'm 33. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, Chaos is only 27. Like, I honestly kind of underrated him, I think, coming in this fight a little bit as a prospect. I definitely knew you could win. I didn't bet on it or anything, but I just think that, you know, the guy's really good, you know, obviously. I think you should get a top 15 guy, honestly. I'd love to see it, but I don't know if he will. There's so many guys that deserve it. Let me get these comments, guys. Yeah, I agree completely with Cole. I don't think she can. She's just too big of a girl, so... The question is, I don't have to cut, cut the division. Then what? Does she go to Bellator? Do we see Felicia Spencer and Cyborg 2 in Bellator? Do we see her go back to Invicta? I'm not sure. Like, there's just that's the thing. Like, as much as this division stinks, at least she has a job and she's making money and making decent money. You know what I mean, Marcel? And otherwise, she'd be making peanuts in, in Invicta. Adam, what? 
one more question. What what were your picks? Because my picks suck. I want to know what they you weren't were. that good. I think I went five and six. Yeah, was, the same. Okay. Yeah, same. it wasn't. It was. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It was a tough card, man. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, guys. It was tough. Um, let's go to the next fight here. We had, or sorry, let me get this comment. Sorry, guys. Uh, Glenn saying Adam Wade. Yeah, I mean that's Marcel. He's been saying this for for years. You know, he wants it. Yep. Cool to see he's like graduate. Yeah, I saw that too. You know, here's the thing though, like his comment's stupid. And I don't know if Ali wrote it or it probably was Ali, by the way, that wrote that. He's like, Oh, it's so great for the division. We got a new guy. But the guy hasn't made weight in two fights. And this is a guy me and Marcel love. And we picked him last week. Anyways, let's go to the let's go to the fight before that first, and we'll talk about that. Song your dong knocks out Arce, Julio Arce with a head kick. I mean, I didn't expect a knockout. I thought you'd go the distance. I thought your dong would win, but man, that was brutal knockout. Just the knockout and then the punch after it rocked him so bad he just he, he couldn't. I think that the, the weight cut to 135 also uh, took a toll a, a little bit on his chin, Marcel, um, with uh, Arce. That is, a t I think, a tough cut at age 32 for him. So, I mean, it was a great uh, performance by Dong. I think you could have given him a bonus, too. You didn't get one, but you could have given him one. What did you think, man? Yeah, I felt like uh, in the second round, Arce gonna, was going to get some more momentum. And at the moment, I thought he was going to get it. Uh, Song Yudong knocked him out. You know, the first round was uh, for Song Yudong. Uh, didn't happen too much, you know, but he landed the harder shots, in my opinion. So I gave that one to Song Yudong. And it's a good win for Song Yudong, man. Arts is very underrated, in my opinion. So uh, it's a very good win for him, in my opinion. For, for sure. Okay, let's go to the next fight. Alver Joel Alvarez defeats Tiago Moises via first round knockout. Marcel, and you picked him last week. And we had a lot of backlash yeah. for that pick, too. I mean, I had people saying I was stupid and stuff. But it is what it <laughs> is, you know. You got you to gotta stick with your, with your read sometimes, you know. Like, just because Moises like had all the hype, he's only four and four in the UFC now. By the way, guys, Moises is really overrated. I'm sorry, but he is. I, I, he is. I, I'll tell you one thing: we picked him, but I didn't expect it like this. <laughs> Who did? I mean, I thought he, I thought he'd go to the ground. I didn't think yeah. he'd go and then elbow him to death like that. Um, that was impressive as hell, man. I mean, it really was. But you missed weight, so that's Twice. two straight fights. Two straight fights, Marcel. I. At this point, you know, as impressed, like, okay, first off, he screwed himself out of $50,000. He would have won a bonus, yeah. obviously. Um, Marcel, I mean, what, what do we do with this guy? Like, this guy can't make 155. What do we do now? Um, either, I don't know if he has a, 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 what is a diet coach or whatever they call that. Nutrition. You know, what, nutrition coach, yeah. Give him a better nutrition coach. I don't know. Work with him in the PI. I don't know if they already did, but if they did, then yeah. I mean, listen, man, if you he got to make weight in his next fight, you know, if the UFC allows him to fight at lightweight again, he got to make weight. But if he can't make weight, he has to move to welterweight. It's pretty easy, you know. He's six three, you know, like yeah, he's I a know. massive. He's kind of cheating, you, honestly. You he's saw that as well, you know. He's a bit of a cheater, bro. Honestly, like as much as like as much as I like seeing him get the knockout, the guy kind of he cheated, you know, straight up. He came on the scale, he was happy. He came on like in the first ten minutes, by the way. Like, he didn't even care he missed weight. He gave up 30% of his purse and didn't care, which is stupid because not only gave up 30% of his purse, he also coughed up that $50,000 bonus. He was only a pound and a half away. Maybe he could have made it, but I guess he just felt like it, was, it wasn't worth draining himself to make that, you know, that 156. The guy's good. Don't get me wrong, guys. I mean, obviously, he's good. We were talking about him like last week. Me and Marcel were singing the guy's praises. I'm just really disappointed he missed weight. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I really hate when guys miss weight. It bothers me. And when you do it twice, Marcel, I think that's – I think you get one chance – you know, and it's back to back fights. It's not like he had a fight in between. It's back to back fights. So I just think he's kind of outgrown the weight class personally. Daniel says he got bad wake up fights from Arce. Uh, yeah, Song is fast too. And Song is good, man. He's very good. Dana White uh, should move him to 170 unless he gets the Dana White privilege. <laughs> Maybe. Threaten to give uh, Alvarez the cams that fight and make you 155, believe me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I, like I said, the guy's impressive, but he got to make weight. Okay, talk about an impressive performance. I mean, Jesus. 
Andrew Lee just put an absolute beat down on Cynthia Calvillo. I couldn't have been more wrong about this one. I thought it'd be like a close, boring fight that Calvillo would sneak a takedown in, like and win 29-28, Marcel. They did not play like that at all, guys. And wow, I mean, this was Angela Lee's best performance, like I think. She looked amazing. She won a bonus. Kind of a weird bonus to give because it was a corner stoppage, and we should talk about yeah. that too. Um, there was a stoppage in the corner between rounds, which I think was a good decision, honestly, because she was a broken a fighter at that point, and she came off a, a brutal knockout loss not that long ago. Marcel took a quick turnaround fight. <sighs> I mean, this is tough for Calvillo, but let's okay, let's talk about Lee first. For Lee, it's a huge win. Gets her in the top 10, so she's going to get a top opponent ne- out next time out. Um, but for uh, Calvillo, three straight losses, Marcel, and she just hasn't looked good. I wonder if she can make make it back to 115. And I mean, she missed twice there. She missed. I'm looking right now. She was given a chance, missed, and then yeah, ah, she missed twice. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, I just don't think she could be. I know she beat Jessica I last year. I know that, but she has not been competitive at all since then, Marcel. So what does yeah, she do? Look, looks like she can bully girls around with her wrestling at 125. Yep. You know, and yep. I think that's a, the, a huge problem. I think she has to go back yep. to 115. But yeah, I mean, uh, she missed weight there obviously a few times. So I mean, it's it's difficult. You know, uh, I feel bad for her, man. She really looked completely out of it. You know, after the second round, she, she, really she gave up. Yeah, she looked really bad. So I feel really, I felt really bad. For you think her. they caught her? Yeah. You think they release her? I don't know, man. Maybe possible, but I think it's uh, possible, man. Because yeah. Dana, Dana White hates when they quit on the stool, even though I think it was okay. You know, it wasn't yeah, like problem. It, it wasn't like that Max Roscoff guy who quit after you know a competitive fight. Like, she was getting beaten down. You know what I mean? That's the difference. So I hate always us Dana make those comments. You know, I hate I mean, it too, like, but I just feel like you know I think there's a chance she could get released, guys. That's my honest opinion because she's won three and one in her last five fights. It's not very good, you know. Yeah, yeah. But she is still ranked, and you could use her to build up someone like you know a man on Furo or something like that. Although she would probably knock her the hell out. Let's be honest. Um, can't see Calvillo getting the bias you push. <laughs> yeah, no. We did see her. We saw her change her name. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Uh, I think we talked. Didn't we talk about this? The Shane Flissness. Can't remember if I talked about it with you or with James. But yeah, we talked about that. We did talk about a little. You bit. You talk about it with James on the on the podcast. Just very briefly. It's none of my business. I mean, it's someone yeah, else's same. relationship. You know what I mean? But they are public it's figures. Same. They are UFC fighters. We do see the name change, so it's worth mentioning. But yeah, it does look yeah. like. Uh, have you heard anything else? Uh, anything? The only, no. The only thing I say. I mean. For women to fight in MMA to take their husband's name. If I, I'm not a woman, <laughs> a woman. But if I was a woman, I would keep my own name. You know what I mean? Because now you got Joanne Wood <laughs> instead of Calderwood. You know, so they keep changing their name. You know, and it's, uh, yeah, it's becoming certain... more common these days too. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I would, I wouldn't do it myself. Hyphenate, hey, hyphenate last name and stuff. It's just, it's different now. The world is different. You know, um, you know, like I, I want my fiance to take my last name, but. You know, we'll talk about it, you know, when that time comes personally. But she's not a fighter. If she was a fighter, I'd probably tell her to keep her own name, you know. Mm-hmm. Dana likes Calvillo's shit instead, maybe. Capper's forgot Burns is or Cynthia's 34. Yeah, she is older, but Andrew Lee's not too young either, is she? Andrew is what 32? 32, mm-hmm. yeah. So she's not super young either. Cam said Burns, I mean it's rumored right now. Front click online reported it. It's not official, but it's a great fight if it happens, obviously. I think that's yeah, the fight. I, I called it right away. It's a perfect fight. You and I heard it? something else. Then whoa, 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 whoa. Tell us. Talk to us. I, I did hear that it won't be happening until February if it happens. So. At UFC 271 or whatever? If it happens, yeah, because there are uh, there is nothing set in stone at all yet. So, yeah. 270. Uh, 270. Which one is the Adesanya card? That one? That's, that's the one? 271 is the Adesanya card. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Sean Woodson. Great performance, knocks out Colin Anderson, yeah. punches through the body. I mean, 
Well, he's out there saying he's the best boxer in the UFC besides Max now. So that's the problem when a guy gets a nice knockout like this. They get in their heads a little bit. And this guy is like a good boxer, obviously. But, I mean, he's kind of overrating himself at this point, Marcel. Like, he's he's a decent fighter, but come on. I mean, Colin Anglin's going to be cuffing the UFC. He's probably already been released. I mean, let's be honest. He's probably already been given his email saying, hey, you've been released from your contract. The guy's just not UFC caliber. So I did like the performance. Don't get me wrong. He did what he had to do, Marcel. I'm just not – I'm still not sold on him as like this like – contender or anything what, what about you it's just for me it's a it's a it's a fight between guys who are not close to being ranked in the division you know and uh, woodson did very well beautiful combo combos to the body um i expected more from england to be really honest and uh, again you know and uh but woodson did very well he did what he had to do and he, he put him away you know i didn't expect it that way so uh, yeah good win for woodson looking forward what's next and, yeah i mean Second best boxer in the UFC. I mean, no, nah, not really. But not I, I understand. I understand that he is uh, that he is pumped about his win and the way he won. So uh, I'll let that slide. <laughs> no doubt, it was a good performance. I'll give him that. I'm just saying, Colin Anglin's not that good. Like you think he gets? I think Colin Anglin's already been released. Probably. Maybe he gets <laughs> another one, but it's like yeah, oh, uh, like he, someone he, coming off the he, contender series, right? Someone like yeah, that. Yeah, two losses and two stoppages. So yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's what I'm saying. Good. It just hasn't looked like he should be in the UFC. Anyways, um, couple more fights. Cordy Casey defeats Luana Jujua. You have decision. Oh man, Jujua is so frustrating, Marcel. Because I think she could have won this fight. I really do. She went for takedowns <laughs> with like 30 seconds left in each round. How stupid is that game plan? How dumb? Her coaches are yelling at her the whole time. I think it was John Wood. Speaking of John Wood, he's like, take her down. She doesn't do anything, Marcel. And then with 30 seconds left, gets a takedown. It was a bad, dumb game plan. I think she gets cut. But Courtney Casey did what she did. Give me your thoughts. Dude, she ain't the sharpest tool in the shot, you know? So I, I wasn't surprised with that, you know? As you saw at the end of the first round, she took her down last 10 seconds. I was like, if she does that the second and third round, she'd likely winning. And she does it again, 10 seconds. <laughs> For the end of the round, you think like, she gets cut? Uh, She's one in three now. It's very possible, you know. I mean, I don't see any really. How do you say that? Uh, evol evolving in their oh, game. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. So uh, I think she got one win against Balbita. Probably she won, yeah. right? With with yep. the armbar. So that that's that's an okay win, you know. But it's not like four four five three losses. And she lost against girls. I'm not really high on. You know what I mean? She lost yep. to Moras as well. I think. Yeah. Yep. She got finished by Sarah Morris. Come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah, who she lost again as well? Although it was a couple years ago again. I thought she made more improvements. She, she also lost losses. to uh, she lost to Miranda Maverick to Doctor Maverick. Stop. Yeah, that what that cut. Yeah, true. So yeah, the yeah. thing is, usually they get a four fight deal. So she's done her four fights, but she does have that one over Balbita, who looked really good in her last fight. So maybe they'll give her one more. But I don't think so. I think she's going to be released. I yeah. think that's good for her. Um, Casey needed that win. You know, she really, really needed to win a fight. Let's just say that. needed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anglia and Letsa, the underdog hunters look terrible. Oh, man. They were, they were, those were not the right dogs this week. There were some, some other ones, including this guy, Rafael the Turn Alves, Marcel. Nice call here, buddy. Good pick. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he rocked him with a flying knee and then choked him with a guillotine. It was fucking amazing. It was so amazing. I think he should have got a bonus, honestly. Like, it was so yeah. impressive. What did you think, man? I had to laugh. Mark the case. He came out like uh, guns blazing, and the, uh, Rafael Alves was like, "Kicks yeah, the nuts." Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was it kicking the nuts? He's like kicking the nuts. That was, was like, so oh, obvious. Man. That was so yeah. blatant too. They honestly should have <laughs> taken it. That looked intentional. Me, yeah, like, gotta be honest. Well. Man. Yeah, he was like, "Okay, slow down." <laughs> I think then, so too, bro. Yeah. I really do. He's like, "Let's reset this." Like that should have been a point deduction. It was like right to the nuts, right in the first like ten seconds I of the really fight. I really felt that it was deliberate as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but he did great, man. Like you said, flying knee, he took the guillotine, and 
it was over. You know, very good uh, second performance <laughs> in the UFC from him. He started well as, as well against Damian Ismagulov. Yeah, he knocked him down. Yeah. yeah, so I think he made the right call to, to go to this division, right? Not to 145, down to 155. And I'd like to see what is next for him, man. He, he looks well, I don't think it was his call. Respect. Remember, he missed that win I know. really bad that time. I think he came in at 155 or 145. Yeah, yeah. Like, then he said yeah. then he said it was bad seafood he ate. Then he later came out and said his wife had a miscarriage, and that's why mm -hmm. he was stressed out. So who knows what happened that day? All I know is he can't make 145, but he looks good at 155. And again, you know, Marcel, like, it's just proof that you don't need to cut all this weight to be effective. You can still win fights right. by not cutting a bunch of weight. Now, let's get to the first fight. We got Dan Jung just completely demolished Kenny Chekwu. And just as someone who bet on Chekwu, this was awful to watch. The guy just stood there getting teed off on and then just gets knocked out. Like, it was, it was, there was, like, nothing coming back, Marcel. What the hell was this? What happened to him? Like, he just didn't wake up. I guess it was 10 a.m., didn't have his coffee or something. What was this, Marcel? I don't know, man. He got completely overwhelmed by Dan Jung, and Dan Jung showed that um, that he deserves a top fifteen guy next, in my yeah, opinion. Does. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Kennedy, yeah, I was really, I was really shocked by his performance, to be really honest. But um, we know, listen, man, Dan Jung is a good fighter, you know. But I expected Kennedy to be more active and not like this when when uh, Dan what was Jung... that? He's just like this. He was yeah. just standing like this. It was so stupid, guys. It was yeah. Uh, I it's was like this guy just fought Carlos Albert and took his best shots and didn't get knocked out. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden he gets knocked out like through the guard with elbows. What the fuck? This sport's crazy, man. Like I love it, right? I love the sport, but it's it's fights like this that make it so hard to to pick fights because who expected that to happen? I mean, if you pick Jung, did you really think he was gonna knock him out like that? Come on, Definitely no one did. Not. No one did. Not. No one did. Maybe they thought he used his grappling or something, you know? Maybe finish him. But that was something else. So I think a top 15 guy absolutely do you know kennedy won't be released or anything but i'm looking no. at his record now it's three and two so you know it's not bad but the guy's had some comeback fights like he you know these are fights he could have really could be one and four now he not won those fights came back for us also and he's he good but it could have been four and one as well you know that's true he could have be paul craig, craig right yeah <laughs> you're right you're right you can go either way so he's solid but he's not as good as i thought i guess i mean i'm not saying i ever thought he was like a contender but i thought he could pass the test and he just didn't you know he just didn't look good at all all right we get some last comments guys yeah, so Kenny is a slow starter, but still, I mean, he just stood there getting getting punched on. It was crazy. You got swoosh play games. Bro, ah, that was tough, man. I, I also have a dog money. I, I know that some other people, I know the guy that Duke that I do the other podcast with had his underdog. I know Cole picked him. I know you picked Marcel. And it, that was a really frustrating one. And someone and in fantasy too. I'm like, guys, like someone asked me, like, who should I pick? Put on my team. Should I put Kennedy or Jung? I'm like, I think Kennedy's gonna win. And he's like, dude, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, I don't have a crystal ball, right? Like, neither of us do, but it'd be nice if we had one or so we just, like, decide what's yeah. going on. Um, there are some comments here, guys. I apologize for missing them. Um, I'm trying to get them. Daniel's talking about Juju. He's training with uh, Marab. He's facing a terrible defensive wrestler. He couldn't even get it. couldn't even attempt to take them. When she did, she got them, but she just refused to attempt them. Ryan Spann, that, that'd be a good fight. You know, I would like to see that fight. Would, would you like that one? Yeah, Rice Bank can try to avenge his uh, team. Rice Bank can just stand there doing that too, just like he did against Anthony Smith, especially to the start of the day. Yeah, I know it's ten, the 10 a.m. start is. I think it must be hard in the fighters, you know, because some of them, you know, uh, they're tra training. A lot of them train for night fights. You know what I mean? This is different. You know, say. Uh, people are gonna hate me in Europe, but I'm also not a big fan of it, man. I mean, what do I have to do on my Saturday night, man? After after two after one a.m. You know what I mean? I don't want to sleep, so. Uh, 
I mean, uh, I always like it if it's a little bit later. Now it starts over here at 7 p.m., man. It's a little bit early to me. I, I would like 11. Oh. It would be good. Wow, it's crazy. Like, we, you're you're just complete opposite of guys like me and Cole who wanted to start earlier. Although, again, I, I understand from the fighter's perspective, you know, it might be hard to get going at that early in the morning. Um, Let me see if I got some other comments, guys. Daniel says, Dan Jung, Bully Kennedy's on. Figure out my, my boy Roman to the fight. Yeah, yeah. That was tough. All right. Anything else for ourselves with this card? We got time to move on now. What do you think? It's up to you, my man. I'm good. I'm cool with it. I think that's it, guys. We're going to say goodbye to. UFC Vegas 42 will move on. That's it. All right. Let's go to Bellator 271. Quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Quick. Let me get this call from Glenn. Glenn says, fight starts six hours later, but they weigh in one hour earlier. Yeah, it's true, Glenn. I didn't think about that. Let's recover. The weigh are still early, too. You're right. I agree completely with that. So, you know, maybe that difference of the, you know, not, I'm not saying with Kennedy's case, but maybe some of these other guys in the card, like uh, Julio Arce, maybe he could have used an extra six hours to recover. You know, Mar Marcel, mm -hmm. maybe that maybe that was the difference in his chin in this fight. I don't know. All right, let's go to Bellator quickly, guys. I'll be honest, I didn't watch the whole card, but I do watch a couple of the fights. Um, I saw Maori and I saw Cyborg. <laughs> That's all I saw. I didn't get the chance to watch anything else. Oh, sorry, I also watched Ethan Hughes, too. I saw that. All right, let's go through quickly. Cyborg defeats Sinead Kavanaugh, just completely destroys her. And again, Marcel, like, Cyborg's just been so dominant. Like, I, even though she's my 3,000 here, because everyone knew she was going to win this fight, I still think in general she's underrated, guys. I really do, because... No one talks about her as like the best woman fighter in the world. I think she she's right there. You know, Marcel, like, yeah, she got knocked by Amanda, but so what? Since then, she's been destroying everyone. And before that, she destroyed everyone. Like, I think Cyborg is one of the best fighters of all time in the women's weight classes. What do you think? For sure, man. I always say, listen, man, people have a problem with, they always, when you say Cyborg, to bring up Haha, Amanda Nunes. I'm like, listen, guys, this is one fight, you know, and she lost that fight fair and square, no problem, but her legacy at 145 is still better than anybody else's, you know? Easily. You, you can call Amanda Nunes the goat of bantamweight. I have no problem with it. The goat of bantam, featherweight is still Chris Cyborg. Although she lost to Nunes in that weight class, it happens, you know. Um, that doesn't mean you're not the goat anymore there, you know. Uh, she did great against Kavanaugh. I expected her to win that fight. I also expected her to finish the fight, like many people did. And, um, yeah, I mean, she, she did what she had to do. And she's still amazing. Uh, she has been so long in the game. I remember when I kind of really started getting involved into MMA and watching, she was there with Gina Carano. Yep. You know what I mean? And yep. she's still here. And she's still world class. So give her respect. You know? She's great, man. Like, I remember, yeah, I remember watching her fight, fighting Strike Force, dude. Like, yeah. Jan Finney. That was over 10 years ago. I remember Marlos Kunin. Um, man, I mean, she's just, she's a really great fighter. Like, and I know, obviously, she's tested positive for steroids. And we yeah, should mention yeah. that. But, you know, a lot of the greatest fighters of all time have. You know, Marcel, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to bring up her taking steroids. You're going to bring up half the guys in the UFC Hall of Fame. That's just the fact, you know. So, really, if people just use that man and use loss as a reason that she sucks, come on, guys. Like, it was that was a firefight. Anyone could have been knocked down in that fight. You know, man is just a little bit faster, you know, and she caught her. So, that was, I mean, by the way, that was one of my favorite fights of all time. It only lasted one minute. It was amazing for us. Props to Amanda, you know. Props to Amanda for for winning that fight. No? Yeah. I mean, but that's why I always say, man, it's better to go goat per weight class, you know, because yes, it's so much easier, and you don't disrespect anybody. Listen, if I say, uh, like, Cyborg is to go at one forty-five, Amanda has to go at one thirty-five, Valentina has to go at one twenty-five, one fifteen is getting more tougher, you know, because I thought Joanna is for a long time. I still think she has the best legacy, but she got two losses to Rose, you yeah. know, so. But on the other hand, Selva has two losses to Whiteman. But I don't consider Whiteman the goat. At yeah, I know. You know it's what I mean? So it's really, like, yeah. Dennis Hallman has two wins over Matt Hughes. Is he the welterweight yeah. goat? Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, I didn't see this fight, but I know Linton Vassal beat 
Tyrell Ford. Did you watch it? I didn't see it. Uh, nah, I just saw just uh, some of the highlights. Right, we, but we didn't watch it. We can't talk about it. <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> Aaron Pico defeats Justin Gonzalez. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't catch this one either. Like, it's tough right now, man. I work so much, and Friday night is one of the only nights I could spend time with my like uh, fiance and my kids. So I just chose to do that instead. I went to bed early on Friday night instead of watching this. I know if I, 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 I know I should be watching everything, but it's hard. Man. It is hard, you know. For, for me, you gotta understand, man. I, I work on Saturdays, you know, and for yeah. me, Bellator starts at four. It's not my priority anymore. It used to be my priority. Where's a single guy, man? I watched it every Friday night. You know, but I'm, I'm, yeah. my priorities are different now. You know, mm -hmm. um, Aaron Pico defeats Justin Gonzalez again. Didn't see it, but he's really good fighters. We know Arlene Blankali beats Pam Sorensen. Um, one fight I did see was Steve Mowry, tall Steve submitting uh, Raheem Cleveland. I mean, that was a pretty yeah. obvious impressive. fight he would win, but very impressive. And I think at this point, definitely deserves someone uh, ranked. You know, and mm -hmm. I think that Steve could be a, a champion one day in Bellator. You know, he's very good um he's a former uh or he's still actually he's with those guys at uh at um sanford, sanford. used to be at black Zillions and hard knock so he's been with those guys like forever uh um, i don't know i don't know if you told you this but uh maybe i did last week i'm not sure but uh when when uh i was in rotterdam for the second ufc event yeah he was there as in the corner for stefan's truth you know to, oh, okay yeah because uh, he was so with black Zillions back then yeah uh, yeah. yeah and he was Two, uh, two and oh or three and oh back then and he was fighting for titan back then and yeah, already, yeah, yeah um what's the name of the C coo again from titan uh lex mcmahon yeah he already said like this guy he's gonna be really good you know and it's like okay we we keep an eye on him uh, yeah he is, he's really good, good you know i really like him so i mean yeah, yeah. i think he's one of Bellator's better fighters honestly yeah. like, i think he's a very good heavyweight i'm so I'm heavyweight i mean i'm disappointed if he didn't sign him when he was a prospect i, I yeah. remember james lynch a good friend of mine obviously he like maybe five years ago he's like yo man steve mowry's the guy you got to look out for in the future like because james interviews a lot of prospects and this was a, yeah. years ago so I, I think at this point he deserves a main card spot at the very least you know i, I mean the ufc should also t uh what do, you, what do you say should check this interview from james more often you know Dude, there's so many good prospects he's yeah man. it's crazy yeah you know there's a lot of good prospects out there and, and the ufc does a great job of signing a lot of them but some slipped through the cracks of this was one of the guys Bruno Allen defeats Desiree Yanez, split decision, didn't see it. Uh, I did see this, Roman for all the team, Robert Turnfist via Flying Me. All right, here's my thoughts on this one, guys. It was a cool knockout, but the guy was a minus 2,000 favorite. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm sorry. I'm just I, not impressed. Like, you, you know, I, I do Robert a Turnquest. This guy sucks. Come on. I, I, knew, I do a Bellator podcast all the time with another guy, with Santiago, and he's really high on Roman Feraldo and Cody Law. Roman Feraldo's like, good. So is Cody yeah, Law, but they're fighting listen, scrubs. Both dude. guys are good, you know, but Bellator really has to give them a step up in competition. This is a joke right at this now, point. You know? Cody Laws yeah, is becoming a joke. Well. Four straight fights now. Uh, five straight, sorry. And he's fighting guys he's minus 3,000 against every time. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Bellator. Uh, it's Ugh. At least, listen. If you want to give him, uh, uh, give him at least a little bit of a competitive opponent. You know Just what I mean? Someone better than Robert Who is this guy? I mean, honestly, I only know him from M1. He fought once at M1. That's why this I know. Is the him. first time I ever heard of the guy when he fought on this card. I'm doing the, the opening odds. And I'm like, this guy is not good. Why is he fighting him? And he was a plus eight fifty hundred dollar. Of course, he got knocked out. All right, Valerie the Raider, your favorite fighter, uh, wins against Taylor Turner. Split decision. Didn't see the fight, but a lot of people said she lost. Anything? I haven't seen it either, but uh, looks like her uh, post-fight antics were uh, more impressive than the fight itself. So yeah. I, I don't know, man. Um, not really yeah, care to talk about. <laughs> Waldo Cortez Acosta defeats Mohamed Darius. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with this guy, but I mean that's a decent win, right? Like it's not bad, you know. Like Darius is, uh, you know, he's um, kind of a name, I guess. Like he was in PFL and. <laughs> what well, well, I know, right? I see a comment. I see a comment. That's why I'm laughing. Let oh, me wait, 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 sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry, Danny. Don't tell Robert that. 
I know. I, 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 you know, guys. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm not one who fight rebounds. I respect everyone who gets the yeah, game. Yeah, but let's just be honest. Like the guy's not very good. You know, so he's like 40 years old too. Marcel. So like, come on, guys. Anyways, Mohamed Jabris gets knocked out. Okay, here's one fight. Massive upset. Ethan Hughes defeats Mohamed uh, Fazri. Here's the thing. Yeah. The odds makers open it as a pick 'em. The betting uh, public took it to minus fifteen hundred. It wasn't a minus fifteen hundred fight at open. So the odds makers actually had it right because Ethan Hughes finished him in the third round. But did you see this? I haven't seen it, but I, I had seen I saw the finish. I saw the finish. But this is the the problem with guys. If you're gonna pick like a dude who was very hyped up by a lot of media, you know, a lot of media were hyping this guy up, and the other guy barely got any coverage, you know. And yep. people was like, "Oh, he might be the next big thing," you know. We might bet, we have to bet on him, you know. He's a, he's a for sure a win, you know what I mean? And then it uh, it, it it fucks up, you know. Why do they? Even, I don't understand why they did this fight because Ethan Hughes isn't bad at all. He's got he's he just turned pro this year, three wins already by finish. This guy is not bad. Maybe he's the prospect we should be talking about, Marcel. You know, who knows, who knows. he's only 20 years old, guys. He's super young, too. Wow, that's a big win for him, man. I mean, as an underdog, you know, and against a guy that had some hype, um, the Prince of Egypt, right? Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm surprised that guy got finished. I gotta be honest, Marcel. Maybe a decision. I didn't think he did finish like that. I know, I'm so bad, Daniel. Thanks for, thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking what else was there anything else in the, uh, any other MMA events, or was that it? Um, yeah, there was LFA where the main event got scrapped. Yeah, what happened? You don't, it's like a I have no idea. Or something? Yeah, they said like uh, didn't the 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 fight didn't uh, was okay for the commission or something. I have no idea. So yeah, was I, I woke up the other the, uh, the next day and I saw uh, Asker Asker defeats uh, what's the other that guy's name again, uh, the Brazilian guy. Uh, yeah, Asker Asker did win that yeah. fight. Yeah, that's, a, that's like, a good win for him. Why was yeah, he in the, the, in the in the main event? I why was he the underdog? Fight? I didn't see the fight, but why was he the underdog? Should, I have no idea, man. I was looking at that one. I was one. Of, I mean, I it's not like I bet on LFA. It's it, it. You know, there's some fights I would look at, but mm. in general, I mean, they're they're prospects, right? You don't have a lot of information. But Asker's a guy that we've seen fight. I mean, he, yeah, he's coming off a loss, but again, he's a good who, fighter. Look who he came. It was a loss against well, Wetzel's not bad, but I was talking about this Syed Yokub uh, Kakarmanov guy. Like that, that's not a bad loss, you know. Anyways, um. Yeah, uh, let's talk about this quickly. We'll, we'll get out of here early today, but let's talk about Kamzat and Burns quickly. Um, or just Burns in general, because Burns now, he wants to fight. He's saying Colby too. What, what would you do if, with Burns if you were the matchmaker? What I would do with Burns? Um, I got told that Burns can't fight until February. So um, what would I do with him? I don't know. If he wants the Kamzat fight, make the Kamzat fight. I mean, why not? You know, and if Kamzat wants it as well, why not? And if Kamzat wants to fight in December, take the Neil Magny fight. You know what I mean? Uh, keep, keep Stay busy, you know? And uh, I think if he beats Magny, he deserves to fight a guy like Burns in the top five. I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? Um, right now, from going to, from uh, Lee Jingliang to Burns, it's a big step, I think. But still, I mean, why not? You can do it. I don't mind it. Um, I still think Edwards, who uh, is also in the mix in the division, obviously, uh, not fighting Masvidal. And people are bashing him for not taking the Chimaya fight. I'm like, guys, there is no re- reward for Edwards taking that fight. It's like a high-risk, low-reward, you know, because, again, the UFC cannot give him a title shot if they don't want. Or they have to, uh, how do you say that? They have to talk with him. If, if I take this fight, I got a title shot if I win. But still, the risk is high, you know, and the reward is low, in my opinion. So I understand Edwards. I understand from a fan perspective from us and from the fans, they want to see that fight because it's still better than not seeing him fight, you know. But 
from Atro's perspective, I understand that he's like, I'm on such a, I'm such an unbeaten streak right now. Uh, if I don't get to fight Masvidal, I want to fight for a title. I have no problem with it. You know what I, mean? I think he's going to get the title shot. I just yeah. don't see the point of them rebooking him at this point because uh, Usman just fought and he, he didn't take, I mean, he took some damage, not a lot. I would assume that Usman would be ready to fight in like, what, what do you think, April maybe? Like something like that? What do you think? Mm -hmm. so, yeah, why not? Right? And then you could just do uh, Edwards for then. I thought the game, and you do Cam Dead Burns, I guess, is the next title. Listen, shot. you you gotta have probably in what's that March nineteenth. You got the there's a targeted London event over there. Yep. You know, maybe you can put there a pay per view do Us Usman against Leon Edwards because people are gonna say like this not gonna sell blah blah blah. Put it on a European, put it on a on a on a pay per view card in Europe. You know, and do it uh, do it for free again for for the American viewers on ESPN Plus. You know, yep. like yep. The, the Abu Dhabi one. So I mean, you can do that. No, you can. Um, just saying what else was out there. Uh, John Jones was playing tweet and delete today. I don't know if you saw it, but he's uh, John's out there, you know, firing back at his craigs. He deleted tweets, but I did see them. And I you don't, know, I don't understand how this guy can even think he can you know, push back against the fans. I don't but, really pay attention to Connor and Jones with the tweet and delete game. I mean, so lame. Con right? Connor also replied to one of my tweets. I saw he that. Deleted he deleted it? Well. Yeah, he deleted it. Why? Well. I don't know. It wasn't even offensive, so I don't know. Yeah, that's bizarre um uh, yeah i mean yeah Carter, it's, also, it's yeah. also stupid man i mean he all his you, tweets on the, he actually deleted all of his tweets on the yeah weekend. but once you tweet something out and you are a public figure who got millions of followers it's there it's not gonna be gone forever you know listen me and you can tweet something out even us two we have like 10k 20k followers you know but if we tweet something out that is uh, indefensible, you know, we got screwed for that as well. You know, imagine yeah. you have one million followers. You know what I mean? It's just I know, stupid. I know. What do you think about DC's tweet last night? Were about uh... I didn't understand it because there's a language barrier here. You got to. Oh, basically, like there's um, uh, I think it's like the Eternals. I think it's called. I don't watch those Marvel movies, but like there's a comic book movie and the guy from Silicon Valley, the Indian guy. I can't remember yeah. his name right now. Um, he's really funny. He basically confused him with the guy from Held and Kumar. And okay. people were saying that was kind of racist because he was like, "Oh well, I just mixed them up." And it's like, it's like me, it's like, it's honestly they do kind of look similar to be fair, but it'd be like kind of like me mixing or someone mixing me and you up, you know what I mean, Marcel? Like it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's not really like nice to be like, "Hey, this guy looks like the guy it was a completely different person." So I, he didn't, I, he didn't, he didn't. I think he did apologize, but he didn't take the tweet down or something. People were pissed about that. I actually, I, I don't know. Actually, to be really honest, if he apologized for it and he didn't took the tweet down, I, I respect you, you respect him more. Yeah, that's yeah. fair too. So yeah, I but mean, I don't know if he <laughs> the apology because he's like, I guys are confused. I didn't know who they but, were. That's the USC also has to apologize for putting a Korean zombies picture on down. That's Jones bad. Place. That's so yeah. bad. That's, <laughs> I mean, and that's what people. Someone said that in the, in the replies. They're like, "Hey, what about this?" Yeah, I mean DC. Listen, he's 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 a great fighter, but I mean the guy he's he's turning into a bit of a Twitter uh, keyboard warrior lately, eh, Marcel? Like it's kind of annoying to be honest with you. <laughs> like so many, there's so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty's not there anymore. Um, does Patty have Instagram or no? Or is he no more Instagram? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't look him up at all. So come on, you, you go to a site every night. You're looking at his Instagram before you go to bed. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> You know, I really don't. I'm checking right now. I'm just gonna check. I, yeah, he does. I, he I, I tell you, I tell you to be honest, man. If he got a fight announced, I'm maybe even not gonna post it. I don't give a fuck. You know, he has a he has an Instagram. He's like almost. Oh look, and he posted the thing on Twitter. That's what he. Let's see what he said. Now Twizzer is a lizard. That's what he said three All days right. ago. Count suspended. So it wasn't deleted. It was suspended. Do you, I don't know what are these people are saying. Why? What do you say? I have no idea, dude. 
Oh, I'm looking at the comments. He's just swearing at people. Nothing to do with. I think because he called Cam's at Ratlip and so and he said, "No, that's not true. Why are you making things up?" He said, "No, he's a fucking Ratlip. I'm not lying. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with this guy? The guy is such a shit talker, eh? Like, I know he's your least favorite guy on, on uh, social media. I, I just don't care. You know? <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just again, I, I, man, it's gonna be glorious the day this guy gets completely just knocked out cold. Or so I know you're gonna be fucking celebrating. You're gonna have a twelve pack as soon as that ends, man. You're gonna take a shot and smoke a cigarette. Gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be the greatest day of your life. <laughs> Anyways, um, what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Patty's a good fighter, but I mean, we, we none of us here like what he did to Marcel. Let's be honest. Uh, how about this guy, Carmel Worthy got cut. What do you think about that? He got released after three straight losses. No surprise, right? I expected it to be on. It sucks for him, man, because it's not a bad fighter, man. But it's still no, Chen. It's Chenny. That's the problem. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, but he, he has skills. To... You know, we've seen the skill. That's the thing. Like he's skilled. He, he got a good start of his USC career, man, with he a short run as Devante Smith, and then the the Pena fight he was losing, but he, he choked took it, the uh, round. He it beautiful. Yeah. I know. I'm with you. I know. I'm yeah. completely with you. I don't know if you saw Hannon Burrell's fighting this weekend against Tyson Duckworth. You see this one? No. Um, he's fighting his first fight in two I years. Know, but I've, I, I'd still, yeah, it's still coming up. No, I haven't seen it. This guy, this guy Tyson Duckworth, you know, he's like Robert Turnquest. Like, listen, <laughs> okay. that's what they're doing here. They're bringing in their own Robert Turnquest. Tyson Duckworth, 12 and 9, 12, 9 and 1, 41 years old, coming off three straight losses, Marcel. I mean, it's pretty clear what they're trying to do here, right? He's a, this guy actually fought. Funny enough, he fought an Alaska fighting championship or something. He got knocked away Patrick White. That's not very good, is it? <laughs> He's been submitted in the Alaska fighting championship, too. That's not good. Uh, oh, wow. I'm yeah, his Alaska fight record's not good. Anyway, I'm not trying to talk crap about the guy. I mean, he's going to go in there and fight uh, Brow. He actually is listed as the number one ranked welterweight from Alaska. So <laughs> I guess there's something to be said about that. But, you know, Brow, Marcel, listen, he's not the same guy, but he should win this fight. He's only 34 years old. That's crazy. I, th I tell you, uh I've been a huge fan of Burrell when he came into the UFC. Oh, I remember oh, that they matched him. They matched him up with uh, Jeff Uton, and I was like, "Why this dude?" Oh, is Jeff Uton. That guy was a yeah. scrub. Yeah, Jeff, I was uh, like hellbound Hoagland or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Why this guy is top five in my opinion?" And then they bumped him up to fight Faber or the certain moment to fight him uh, for in Calgary. Time, you know? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I was, and everybody was like on Faber, and I was fully on Burrell. I was like, "Burrell is going to win this fight, man!" And yeah. people were like, "No, you're crazy." And I'm not crazy. I really think this guy is going to be a champion, and he was. But he got completely dismantled by TJ, man. And I wonder if TJ back then was already on EPO because people are Probably. saying. Burrell was always on the juice, you know, yeah. but now we know the background story about TJ. I'm like, maybe TJ was on the juice as well. You know? I remember watching that fight with my friends at my house and like, we were like, oh, when he dropped him, like, mm -hmm. we're like, holy shit. Like, that was crazy. And then he beat me in the rematch too. Anyways, um, last question from, from Glenn. Thoughts on Abdelaziz, Ali Abdelaziz, messing with his fighters accounts, creating drama. It created some good memes. There were some funny memes of that. Like, Usman's like, hey, a, uh, Hey Justin, you gotta get your password back or whatever. And like post that picture of Ali with like twenty like, phones. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Ali definitely has access to like half his. I would say probably half his clients' Twitter, mm -hmm. right? It's just that's the thing when when these guys are tweeting. I don't know if it's him or them. I really don't. When it's a guy like Islam, I'm pretty sure it's him. When it's Kamaro, I think it's Kamaro. But Islam, I don't think that's Islam, Marcel. I really don't. Gilbert okay. is Gilbert as well as self. It's yeah, it is Gilbert. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Frankie, I can't remember. I think Cole said that he used to control and then gave it back to Frankie. I gotta, I gotta remember that. But there's definitely guys he controls. Like Gil Gilbert's, no, he's not. I'm just trying to think. What's the other guy? His big, uh, who else is his big name right now that he's got? Uh, Ali's got uh, Gaethje too. Gaethje and K Khabib. I think those guys probably do their own tweets. But Gaethje was saying last week 
he thinks Khabib's being controlled by Ali. That's where the whole thing came from. So, because mm-hmm. those tweets from Khabib last week were very out of character for him when he was like talking yeah. shit about Tony Ferguson. It was kind of weird, right? I was like, why is he talking shit about Tony? Like, uh, I mean, I think as a fighter, you you shouldn't give your account to your manager. That's my opinion. You know, unless you listen, if you can't talk English, you know, give it to him. Then everybody knows it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> but well, now it's like. I wouldn't want somebody else talking out of my name. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man, either. I mean, well, I, I, I get that. To be fair, at BJ Penn, we do it for BJ. Although it's a little yeah. different because it is a website. I think people know at this point it's not him. Yeah, but, but, but then different. He does it's use it sometimes, though, which is the fucked up part. So when he when he does use it, people are like, is this BJ? It's like, yeah, it actually was him, but he's not on it now, you know? So. Yeah, but, but that's the thing, you know? You guys put it out with articles and that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're but not putting tweets out saying, like, yeah. opinion and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Anyways, Marcel, anything else we want to talk about? I think we can get going. What do you think? I have no idea. <laughs> well, how about Daniel? He wants to see the Marcel versus Pimblet catch weight. That'd be a good fight. I'm just going to check to see if there's any other moves, guys. Trying to look it out here. Clearly, like, a couple minutes here. No big deal. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, Marcel. I think that, that's all we got. The only other thing is, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, uh, Fernand Lopez last week said that uh, Francis and Gano told Nick Mater not to sign Cyril Gano a couple years ago when he was training or something. He saw him training and was like, should I sign this guy? And he's like, no, don't sign him. He's not ready. Did you see that? That's 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 fucking bullshit. What is wrong with Francis? What's wrong yeah. with this guy, man? He's so all, different now. He's just such a different guy now. Like it's, the fame's got to his head. Dana White talked about this. He said, the guy's just really cocky now. Remember, you saw that video last week where he walks by Cyril and just yeah, completely ignores him. Cyril was not happy about that, obviously. He was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, why is he like they're former they used to be friends probably too, you know? It's just kind of weird yeah. myself. You know, but I, I just understand too at the same time. I mean, there's some people that have met in my life that if I saw them, I probably wouldn't want to talk to them either, you know? So I get that, but they're also trying to hype up a fight too. So anyways, I mean, that's it for today, guys. We'll be back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll break down UFC Vegas 43. Uh, Tate for, or sorry, Vieira versus Tate. Got to get it right for Marcel. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, my man. I still don't know. Get out of here, man. Big Marcel 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMA, DNA, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, guys, at Martin podcast, mmadamartin.com. It's on our YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. I know the numbers are going up. That's good. I saw that, you know, James and uh, James Cross and Nick have that great podcast. Their numbers are big. So I think that some people are probably tuning in for, like, maybe the first or second time. Glad to have you guys here. Love doing the podcast with Marcel. Um, yeah, so follow me at those places, guys. And then, obviously, mmadamartin.com, bjpen.com, my main news, Elite Fantasy, Bookies. And that's about it. So I'll be back tomorrow with you, Marcel, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Have a great day, guys.